as a designer, everybody has an opinion what you yes. do, you know, because everybody sees the stuff. And so when the bosses come and say, I would think it should be blue instead of red, you know, without any, without any foundation. Any <laughs> and, and the whole team is actually saying, no, 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 it, it, it should be red actually. Yeah. And then, so, so the basic rule was actually in our, in our process, nobody should have an opinion. Nobody, nobody can have an opinion outside of the test. The world around us is changing faster than ever before. before. From automation, artificial intelligence, big data, geolocation, to every aspect of how we work and live. This includes data. Welcome, Welcome. to Data Welcome. Gurus Podcast. Our mission is to bring you a real-life perspective on what's happening in the industry and how successful companies and individuals in this niche navigate through the sea of change. Encouraging you to be bold, be, bold, be brave, be and be brave. fearless. Let's navigate the data ecosystem together. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Data Gurus Podcast. Welcome to Data Gurus. I'm your host, Seema Vasa, and I have a wonderful guest today, Herman Kudle. He's currently the business partner at the Lego Brand Group. Welcome. Time to welcome this week's data guru. Uh, welcome. Uh, uh, no, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. And, and remind our listeners, where are you based? Because I just think technology is amazing that I'm sitting here interviewing you and I can see you on the screen and you're based out in, is it Denmark? Yes, it's been yeah. in Denmark. Yes. That's fantastic. So thank you for being on the show. And I think off the show, I was just telling you that our family loves Lego and Lego has such an amazing brand. What's it like working at Lego? It's a fantastic company. I love working at Lego. I'm, I'm with the company for nine years now and mainly working with digital products. Although we're currently going through a little bit more of a rough time, but still the company and the brand is so strong. It's unbelievable to work here. It's a very creative place. And I remember like the first day when I came to work, I was like astonished that every meeting room has a big bowl of Lego bricks in there. And it just works so nicely. You know, yeah. when you start designing, talking, having meetings, you always have bricks in your hand and it really helps you think. It's a genius idea. Everybody should have it in a meeting room. That's a great idea. It kind of inspires creativity. Yes, it does. And what's your prime role there at Lego? Basic profession at Lego is like being an experience designer in the okay. digital space, linking digital and physical experiences. My latest role actually that I filled for like the last year is a business partner at the Lego Brand Group. The Lego Brand Group is the chairman's office. It's closely connected to the holding company, Kirkby of Lego. Okay. And it's a, it's a quite exciting space because Yuan Li, who is running the Lego brand group, he is just inspired by looking at opportunities beyond the brick. Basically, what opportunities lie when you're not thinking about the Lego brick, but thinking about the brand and what it stands for. Basically, learning, play, creativity. I think everybody connects Lego with, this, with these words, and that's, that's why it's, it's a really cool place to work. And I think it's, it's very important for Lego to secure the future of the brand to actually have such an organization. It's brand new. I think it's doing a fantastic job. So it feels to me that there's quite a challenge, right? Being that Lego is so physical and it's kind of in, in our day-to-day -day world. You can see it, you could feel it. And then there's this whole digital world where people are spending so much more time. How do you connect the dots? So I think one of the great things about Lego is that it is actually physical. So I think a lot of parents are currently worried about, you know, that our world and, you know, that the products that kids have in their hand is mainly digital. So I think there's a lot of value actually in having this physical product that is so strong, that inspires for creativity. But on the other hand, of course, there is like, there are threats out there because, mm -hmm. you know, when the attention span, for example, of children is decreasing, 
how can you give kids like a Lego set that you need to build like for a couple of hours before you actually have like the actual play experience, right? right? So it's, it's not a product where you get like instant gratification that is so hyped at the moment, I think. So, so it's, it's challenging, but on the other hand, uh, there are opportunities. So, which is why I'm actually in that context I was ditched the lead of the Lego house, which is a massive undertaking in the center of Billund, close to where the Lego brick was invented actually 60 years ago. There is now a 12,000 square meters experience center. Wow. Uh, with 11 experience zone. It's a fantastic place where you, where you connect with the brick, where you can play with the Lego brick in a completely different way. So it's, it's different than Legoland. It's, it's really building like, and it's, the house is full of bricks. It's just like a, a very inspiring and very creative place. And the Lego house has a digital layer to it. Okay. And this, the layer actually brings the Lego play, in my opinion, to the future. So it's still a physical product. Right. Digital layer on it where you interact with the Lego bricks in a, in a completely new way. So okay. as, as an example, we have a, a giant fish tank in, in, in Lego house, which yeah. is basically a couple of screens. It's a big projection. It's an aquarium. And you're looking at uh, a bunch of fish, but the fish have been built by visitors there. So you take a bunch of bricks, you build like a fish, and then you release it via a scanning mechanism onto the screen. And then your fish like moves around and interacts with the other fish. And he's like- That is so cool. It is really cool. That's very like, cool. All these different variations and these buildings from the many kids in there. So this is this is for me a Lego play in the in the new center. It's really inspiring, and uh, I think Lego House stands for this. Is currently like the output of bringing the Lego play into digital. The other thing that I think is really must be be a lot of fun is that so much research is done among children, and they have no filter really in their reaction, whether they like something or they don't like something. How's that been for you? And when when you test something or you look at concepts concepts or, or, you know, get feedback. I, I just, I have to say, I love testing. This is like, this is the best <laughs> part of the job, right? So part of the Lego house, one of the advantages of Lego house is that it was a little side organization, a side of the big mothership, so to speak. So we could do a lot of things different. So it was only 30 people and five people in the experience team. And that means we could come up with a completely new process. So the process actually was that we have uh, three weeks of development time and then we have like three days of testing with children and with their parents. And then it was basically a co-creation session and then you take back, you know, the whole team, we were like between 10 and 15 people, the whole team brought it back to the, to the drawing board and built on it and another three-week cycle and, and so on. So for over two years, we had like 25 tests and uh, two and a half thousand test participants. We also had like, like flood tests where we recruited people in Legoland, for example, where we saw like the dynamics of a bigger crowd of children interacting with it. And so step by step, we could refine the concepts actually and then come up with something and I'm actually not not saying that the designers themselves were so good in creating that it was more like like the children right and, you know the test participants showed us the way how to create cool experience it was just like an amazing journey so Lego does a lot of testing but testing it on such a level testing needs to be done right basically because right. if you ask a kid in a test oh do you like this product of course if they have Lego bricks in it all the kids will say yes you will not get anything out of it so doing it uh, doing it the right way and spending a lot of time with it it just creates amazing output. So for me, this is like the perfect innovation process. Yeah, I love that too, because research is integrated throughout the entire process. And so there's no internal debate or guessing. You just put it in front of your, your customers or prospective customers and get feedback, which is really exciting. Yes, and it has also like its values because, you know, as a designer, everybody has an opinion what you yes. do, you know, because everybody sees the stuff. And so when the bosses come and say, 
I would think it should be blue instead of red, you know, without any, without any foundation. And, it, <laughs> and, and the whole team is actually saying, no, 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 it, it, it should be red actually. Yeah. And then, so, so the basic rule was actually in our, in our process, nobody should have an opinion. Nobody, nobody can have an opinion outside of the test. So which means like, even if the highest bosses from Lego would like to get closer, like to the design process, they need to be part of the, of the test uh, program. So basically they were sitting with the team. And when, when the kids were evaluating the ideas of these people, right. then, then of course you standing a hard ground. If like 12 kids in the test are actually saying, no, I really don't like it. Or even worse, if the team then you have to defend your idea against a team who have seen all of them like the 12 kids actually liking something so it's i think it's very powerful it puts it in the hand of the well it's a powerful in that it's really driven by research and it's powerful because you probably were so efficient you cut all the internal debate in terms of what needs to get done i remember when i was at ibm we were helping the product engineers do uh, product design for servers and there was so much debate that we finally did focus groups around the globe literally and we weren't allowed to talk about interpreting the information it was just listening. It was really an amazing process because we spent so much time internally debating, no, I think it's this, I think it's this, but rather you had to base it on the research. Yeah, you can, you can shortcut the, the, the whole process. So what I did actually in the last one and a half years, I have a little presentation and I go around in Lego to show the teams there, the design teams, the developer teams to show them, but also um, senior management to show them the process and what we did. Because there are still so many people actually that say, Okay, so we need a team of 10 to 20 people to make one product launch in two years. And you were like, five people, you launched 11 products in two years? How, how did you do that? Right. <laughs> so you had to kind of explain the whole process and make people understand it. Yeah, exactly. I'm very passionate about this, and which is why it's, it's, it's so cool because, you know, when you see Lego House, when you see the experience, it's actually absolutely world-class when it comes to experience. We got a lot of great feedback on it and, uh, you know, we have a high NPS score and stuff, so it's great, but actually it's very tangible. So having a process and having like this great outcome, it makes everybody trying to understand uh, the process. And that's yeah. actually, I'm on, a, I'm on a mission here. So. Yes. And you're taking that mission in different ways, right? I understand that you're focused on a startup in the near future or thinking about creativity and technology. Tell us more about that. So I'm actually, after nine years, years with Lego, I'm currently in the process of leaving Lego, mm -hmm. not because I don't like my work or I don't like the company or anything. So sure. it's a fantastic company again, but I'm just very passionate about, about learning. And Lego takes that approach of learning through play. So I was a lot in contact also for Lego House. It has a learning layer, a layer on it. And learning through play is very powerful. If you engage mm -hmm. uh, children, for example, and they really like something and feel, you know, like to learn something and feel that it's relevant for them. And if it's engaging, then this is the perfect way of learning. Everybody, everybody's brain becomes like a sponge. Yes. So all, all these triggers that Lego actually has perfectionized, wouldn't it be great to bring it into revolutionizing the way we educate our kids or preparing yes. them for the 21st century, right? So that's because, again, I like, the, I like the company, but I played enough with Lego bricks in my life. And I, I would like <laughs> to take like this new, this new, this new route. But by doing that, also having like completely internalized like the Lego idea, the brand values and how to bring learning to a new level. So it's an interesting journey. I'm absolutely inspired currently. By this. So, so that's your passion and you're still trying to figure out how that manifests itself in terms of what your next phase of your career is. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It started actually with saying that if, if you look at the edtech space currently, new education technology, 
it's, it's just fascinating that like technology makes it into the classroom and how technology is used, like, like in webinars, for example, right. or if you think about Coursera or Khan Academy, you know, there are some great companies and so mm -hmm. such great ideas out there. Just one thing that I feel is missing, it's using new technologies and revolutionizing, you know, using revolutionizing technology in that space, but education itself, mm -hmm. in my opinion, is making baby steps. We still like having people in, instead of standing in front of a blackboard, they right. are standing in front of, you know, of, a, of a video camera and doing basically the same thing, content downloading, having all the answers right. and, and broadcasting. And wouldn't it be great if we have a flipped classroom concept, mm. if you have heard about this, meaning like that actually gathering knowledge and the content download happens outside of the classroom. This would give so much more time for the teacher inside to actually not only teach to the medium, but to, to, to the high performance, to the low performance, right. having coaching, asking the right question, you know, being, being present as a human being, you know, and dealing with the physical aspects of, of education, right? So I think, I think machines can do this maybe not a lot better, but, you know, having like a giant user-generated content database, as sure. an example, where all the teachers in the world upload their content, it would, be, it would be fantastic how much time would be free for the real human stuff and the physical interaction. I love that. That sounds right on. I know that uh, it's definitely in a different direction. I don't know if you heard, but in China, they're using technology. Did you hear this? That they're using technology to see if children are paying attention in the classroom. And if they're not, then the teacher basically says, hey, you know, focus on, on learning. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, if they're, if they're not paying attention, then maybe there's something going on. It needs to be more stimulating, more creative and, and engaging. It's a hard thing. For, I know, at yeah. least in the US, the school systems, I mean, we struggle with it because to your point, you know, they're delivering content, but the, the fun stuff is actually applying it and working together and really understanding what does it all mean. So that's, that's a great passion. I admire you for taking that, that step and moving into that journey. It's a very interesting journey, especially because how, how can it happen that the gaming industry in the last uh, 20, year, uh, 20 years gained so much traction? I think it's 96%. So it's yeah. a movement. 96% of all kids in the US like playing games. And isn't it, I mean, why can't you take like all these engagement, all these concepts of a front running industry and just apply it to education? It might be as simple as that, right? Yes. We have so many engaged teachers and I think kids are eager to learn if they mm -hmm. get like similar concept and my opinion is also like if you play world of warcraft for example i think you build up capabilities that's enormous this is this is learning on steroids in my opinion right but there's still a lot of people um in this world that regard this as not effective for learning learning mm -hmm. the wrong things and stuff so it's more like how can we find a middle ground how can we how can we create something that is like translating between you know the old world and the new world to make both parties better understand yeah, that's, I love it. That sounds fantastic. And you're at Lego till the end of the year, is that right? So I'm with Lego until the end of the year, and I'm building this, this uh, thing a little bit on the side up. Yeah, <laughs> exploring and thinking through ideas. Yes. And yes. will you use research in the process? Will you do any research? Yeah, of course. The whole, <laughs> the whole thing is built on an iterative <laughs> testing process, of course. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your perspective. It's quite helpful and interesting. And I'd love to have you back and hear what you're doing. And once you launch officially your new startup. Thanks for having me. It was, thank uh, you. It was good to talk to you. Thanks. If people want to get in touch with you, is there a place they can find you? Um, yeah, it's my LinkedIn profile. I think it's the best Perfect. way to, to, to contact me. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Data Gurus Podcast. This episode has ended, but your exploration doesn't have to. 
Head over to www.datagurusepodcast.com and access all the resources and links mentioned in today's show. You'll also find bonus content available to our podcast listeners exclusively. That's www.datagurusepodcast.com. Until next time, be bold, be brave, and be fearless.